Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. And my mind is dwelling in a boat with a minnow on the end of a long piece of string. Russ Francisco joins us on the Frenzy. Good morning, Russell. Good morning. How are you? Beautiful, beautiful day. And yesterday was, well, beyond beautiful. Yeah. It's cool this morning, but it's still nice. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not bad. Um, what did you have? Uh, you're, what, 15th Avenue East in London Road. Did you have 83 degrees? No, we didn't, but we were in the 70s, you know, right at 70. And it was a nice day. Yep. But all you had to do is go a few blocks inland, and it was five degrees warmer. And by the time you got to the top of the hill, it was hot. It was hot. It really was. Our dog actually walked into the lake and sat down. That's uh, that's a hot black Labrador. Well, we enjoy it uh, while it's here. Looks like the weekend for the opener in Minnesota won't be quite so pleasant, right? No, it doesn't look like it, but that's okay. It, uh, you know, at least we'll be able to get out. It might not be a total washout. We'll just have to see what happens. You know, I'm still looking forward to it being, you know, fishable. Yeah, I think if you get away from Lake Superior, it's probably going to be quite a bit nicer. So. I'm guessing. Are you having a fight there at the store? What? Uh... No, they're uh, they're just unloading trailers. <laughs> okay. it's, I'll tell you, it, it's been so busy that I got up this morning, went into my Saturday morning mode, <laughs> and and then my phone rang from one of the radio stations we do in Ashland, yeah. and I'm thinking, why are they calling on Saturday? And I pick up the phone, and he says, 45 seconds, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm on the wrong date. <laughs> Oh, been there, been there. Yeah, it is what it is. I get, I get. Days feel like different days sometimes, but this has been a really busy one. You know, the, uh, the, um, uh, it's opening fishing, obviously, but people didn't get the chance to work on their big boats that are on the hard mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. it was so ugly, and so they started that this week real heavily, and then uh, uh, people are still stream fishing. A lot of folks just getting their boats out of storage, so it feels like it's you know the end of April, and here it is the middle of May. So it's uh, we're firing all cylinders. So it's uh, it's really busy. So I I got to the or to the store here about two minutes ago with my trailer full of stuff Ooh. and uh, barely a place to park. So everybody's getting ready Good. to go. Um, I had somebody ask me a question early this week that I I didn't I never thought about. Did we have a smelt run this year? Oh, it's been very good the last few nights. It's okay. just nobody here doing it. I mean, the out-of-town people aren't here. Uh, they were here last week a little bit, but we had that big win, so they just went home. Oh. Um, so uh, there's not much to go. And then, of course, you know, the, you know, we used to have a lot of commercial fishing of smelt, and we don't have that anymore. So nobody's saying, okay, the smelter are in the ponds and are in the pond nets and stuff. So, But, yeah, smelting's been very good. The guys that... Um, uh, in fact, you can talk to Johnny. John Shellstrom was he stopped in the store on the way, uh, and he was going to go smelting a couple nights ago to get get smelt for. Uh, uh, he he puts them up. You know, we buy them from him for, right. uh, that are certified. And so uh, he said he was going to go. But uh, I talked to Rob Herring and a few of the guys, and smelting's been very good. A lot of a lot of fish. Uh, stream. I don't know about the North Shore uh, Crooks as much, but the uh, the off Park Point was really good. So well, there's certainly there was a lot of water in those creeks. Well, yeah, there is, and, and I think I think uh, oh, I think a lot of folks are planning on going this weekend, which is probably a good idea because I think they'll be they'll still be running really good for the next week or so, and then uh, and then we'll see it. And that always goes, you know, smelting always goes three weeks longer than everybody thinks, yeah. but just not as brisk, right? You know? Right. You know, but it, but it'll be fine. The, people will get the fish they need, and a lot of people are putting them up for bait. Um, 
a lot of folks were eating them, of course, and then uh, and then we just have people that that uh, uh, like I was when I was a kid that take ten times as many as they really will ever <laughs> eat, and, and the next spring they put them in their garden. You know, it's just, yeah. you know. Um, so you know, so but that's uh, that's what we do. You know, there's not there. If you've seen those reports on the forage in Lake Superior, it's very good. Um, good. It's, it's huge, and that's because there's not much commercial fishing going on anymore. So, uh, so the forage base has gotten huge. Uh, folks fishing coho's out front have been like crazy. Uh, a friend of mine called me yesterday. They had, they had 12 fish in the boat uh, by nine o'clock in the morning. So, what what depth? Uh, charter boats. What depth? Uh, they're fishing on the surface, the top 20 feet. And most of them are in the top 10. You know, it's the water's still cold. You know, so this this will be a good year, I think. I think we'll be able to fish on the surface without needing downriggers for quite a while, and that'll let everybody have a chance to go after some of these great fish. Uh, we'll see what the river's like this week. Uh, um, I'm not sure, you know, if those fish uh, were under the ice when they started to run or where it is. No, you know, but uh, I talked to a fellow yesterday, and he said he was out in the shallows, and he. Uh, he uh, was looking in the water. He said, there, "There's suckers, there's there's walleyes, there's everything. So it's all coming at once. So we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be okay." Well, the tremendous amount of uh, runoff through the St. Louis River had to had to wreck something. I don't think it made anything better, did it? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as you know that you know it was in the trees. But I mean, yeah. it wasn't like it washed the whole shoreline away. Of course, that happened. You know, uh, several years ago. So, <laughs> you know, so nothing now, left now to wash water. away. Yeah, I mean, when we had when when Four Bay Lake went, you know, I mean, it, it just yeah. cleaned everything out on the beach. So you know, and and if you think about it, when it's really, really, when you really have high water on the river and it's a blowout, mm-hmm. the lake is really, really muddy and brown, and that didn't happen. You know, so uh, so I don't think it was near as bad as is people think it was it was in the trees but it wasn't that it wasn't terrible and so uh, it's back to it's getting back down to pretty normal you know i live out by the river and mm-hmm. it's pretty much back to normal and, and uh, the flow is a little faster than it should be but but uh, it'll be just fine it'll be very fishable and uh we'll see the, the boys will be out tomorrow morning uh fishing and and uh, we'll and uh and uh, some of the kids in the neighborhood, you know, and uh, oh, yeah. the young fellows go out and they're fishing offshore and stuff. So I think it'll be, they'll, I'll get reports by tomorrow afternoon and, and we'll see how it is. But I think it'll be just fine. That has uh, the St. Louis River, you know, <clears throat> those of a certain age will know that has not been a walleye haven for very long. Uh, geologically, it was about uh, 1980, maybe something like that, when we really discovered that the walleyes would bite on a minnow and a crawler in that river. Well, yeah, and, and you know the the thing is that before before WLSSD and the, yep. and the big flood of you know yep. after uh, after that was that uh, opened up the big flood that came a year later yep. uh, put them way ahead of schedule as far as you know cleaning up the river it just blew it right yep. out and so. Uh, we didn't ever fish it because the fish were always had growths on them and stuff. It was, you know, if, if you're not old enough to remember what those fish looked like, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was growths on all of them, the walleyes, and they were dead 8- and 10-pound walleyes floating down the river all the time. It was pretty much a dead sea. And uh, and now it's just it's just beautiful. We've got weeds. We've got everything. Uh, you see some of the dredging and cleanup they've done on the river and how they've re- uh, restructured it and stuff, and it, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. So uh, they, they've done a really good job. I remember. Uh, my boys, uh, all very young at the time, we were out in our little 12-foot boat with a three-horse motor, and we caught walleyes. Wow, these are big walleyes. And we put them on a stringer and you know, brought them home. I cleaned them, and as I was cleaning them, this is in 1980, 79, 80, as I was cleaning them, 
I could really smell some nasty odors. Yeah, it it uh, they they smelled and people Ooh. tried to cook them. You couldn't eat couldn't them. Couldn't do it. Um, like I say, I, I always tell the story. I got some of the ooze off of some of those fish and off the bottom <laughs> of the boats, and and uh, it started eating my my skin away. And uh, it wasn't for Doc Campaign, who was alive at the time, uh-huh. uh, recognizing what it was. I don't know if I'd be here today. I mean, it was terrible, and uh, it uh, it was. I've never seen anything like it. So so when they clean that thing up, uh, to be able to put your hand in the water and not worry anymore is sort of a good thing. Wow. Well, let's get back to something pleasanter. Uh, What do you do on the opening weekend with temperatures uh, at what, Bruce, 60, 58, 50, 60? Well, if you're away from the lake, you make it to the 60s. Okay. Uh, Closer to the lake, it's going to be windy in probably 40s and 50s tomorrow. Tough fish, Russ. Water temperature is probably going to be a little cooler. It'll it'll be definitely uh, a jig and a minnow. But, you know, the thing is that uh, we haven't had a chance to really get out and test things because we had ice until just yeah. a little bit ago. But uh, I'm guessing the fish might be shallow. Even if they're done spawning, they'll probably still be in the shallows. There's not much weeds, right? So, you know, not much yeah. to relate to. Those yeah. minnows will probably be in tight. Yeah. Uh, water temperature on the beach will be tight. So I'd start shallow and then work my way out rather than the other way around. Shallow being five, seven, eight. Yep, exactly. Five, five feet. Could even see them in less than that if it's cloudy, you know. So uh, we've been there before, you know, but I, I think that's what I would do. I'd, I'd start tight and then move out deeper. I know because the kid, the, uh, I was out playing the other night, uh, walking the beach and, and talking to the kids and, and, uh, they uh, they were telling me that they've seen fish right off the beach. And if you can see fish right off the beach in the river, because yep. it's the Titanic River, yep. uh, they're in tight. So I'm thinking in the lakes will be about the same. I mean, the ice just went out, you know, yeah. so that water is cold. So either they're going to be spawning or they've already spawned. Just nobody knows. Yeah, the ice went out, and it went out in a hurry, and it went out spectacularly, yep. all the lakes. All right, Russ, uh, Give us some good deals at Marine General, please. Okay, lots lots of deals. We've bought a lot of stuff. There, there's a there's a glut of inventory at the manufacturing level, and they're making us deals. So you can buy uh, rods uh, right now, uh, common uh, combos, uh, nice combos, fifty dollar combos for twenty five bucks. You can buy. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really good deal. Uh, we've got um, all kinds of lures on sale in the front racks. We got we got uh, forty dollar reels for twenty bucks. Uh, I've been buying this stuff as fast as it comes up and as much as I can afford. I've been buying this stuff. Uh, rain gear is 20% off. Life jackets 20% off. Uh, we've got, um, oh, golly, I just got a whole bunch of uh, uh, bait, bait uh, coolers in, uh, from uh, from Fravel with mm-hmm. aerators in them. Mm-hmm. You buy them for uh, $59.99. We've got, uh, it's just, it's, there's stuff galore all over the store uh, that we bought and put on sale. And, and Sharky's got them. Uh, you buy a Fenwick rod, $69,919, uh, $169,229, and we'll give you a free reel with it when you buy them. Uh, that's the last, this is the last year Pure Fishing is going to do that. They made the announcement. So that's going to be over at the end of this year. If you need downriggers, uh, $549 on Mag 10s, um, and we're in good shape on them right now, and that's the best price in the country. So there's all kinds of neat stuff in the store right now. Well, you sound excited. That's great. I hey. am. It's fun to have specials. <laughs> Keep a tight line, Russ. See you, and good Thanks. luck if you go fishing. Yep, we'll go. All right, attaboy. Well, uh, we're going to talk to Pat Kukul in just a second and see what's cooking over in Superior. Once again, the only Rick Jordan. The only? I, I don't, it's it, supposed to be the one and only. I may have forgotten part of that. Okay. I, might, I might have gotten caught between things I was going to say. I was going to call you indefatigable, then I realized you don't really work that hard. So I, <laughs> uh, so I was going to go one and only, and I forgot the one. 
Well, I know some people that are indefatigable, and one is Pat Kukul from Superior Suitors Supply. Good morning. I'm rather impressed because you both use words that have more than two syllables. <laughs> well, we went to school. I drove by a college once. <laughs> I spent 10 years in college, pretty much. <laughs> indefatigable. That's a good word. It is. It's a, it's a fancy word, and the trick is to say it correctly. That's, that's, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's yeah. always the trick with words, though. you got to say it right. With words with more than, yeah. yeah. Got it. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get serious here. This is fishing okay. season, Pat, but you still are working pretty hard at Superior Shooter Supply. I know it's fishing season, so I want to talk about rifles. <laughs> it's like shooting walleyes in a barrel. Yeah. Do what I want. So, <laughs> I, really seriously, though, okay. you know, there's been a lot of things going on in, in, in our industry. A lot of some went bankrupt, some got bought up. You know, the names that have always been stellar are indeed still here. Browning and Winchester and Remington, they're still here. Mm-hmm. And so that's good. But we always like to introduce people to different uh, with, uh, manufacturers that maybe they're not that familiar with. Uh, we've done a lot with Christensen Arm. We've done a lot with Baguera rifles, which have really taken over the market. And there, the mounting system on the Baguera is similar to the Remington 700. And they come in all sizes and shapes and colors. Oh. And they're really, yeah, they're really, really great. Um, now, as far as what I'll say, the, the entry level, it's almost impossible to beat Savage, which is an old name. Yep. And their entry level guns are great shooters. And they're also very, very varied. And another one is um, the company is Legacy. The name of the rifle is Hawa, Hawa 1500s, and they've been around for a long time. And I, I myself own one, and I'm just continually surprised at how at their accuracy. And it's not a thousand dollar gun. Hawa, how how is that spelled? How H O W A, like how you doing? You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it, it's a new name to me, but you say it's been yeah, around. Well, it's been around a long time. The, the parent factory is Legacy, uh, but Hawa is the uh, name of the the rifle, Hawa 1500s, and they make a huge selection. We've been hooked up with them for a while, and, and uh, it's, just a, it's just a great company. But there's a lot of outstanding companies, and I think the one, the oldest company that I have the most respect for is Savage mm-hmm. because they, you know, they made – they have entry level. They have higher end. They've got the most left-handed guns. They have the most selection of youth and ladies guns. They're very, very innovative, and, uh, and they've been around a long time. I like so, it when you mention left-handed guns. My grandfather was uh, left-handed. I was. And uh, he got that gun w- with the idea, uh, Savage, 22 over and under, uh, 410. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would let us grandkids uh, shoot that mm-hmm. till the cows came home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah, the over and under solve a lot of problems that way, mm-hmm. you know, for lefties. But thank goodness the industry has recognized that. Yeah, there are left-handed people walking around, and yes, they do like to shoot. So <laughs> there is more selection now than there was when we started. But uh, it's I don't want to say it's lacking. But it's out there anyhow. Yeah. More choices. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, do we have to pay more for that no. selection? There was a time I don't notice any uh, price discrepancy between good. right-handed and left-handed guns good. anymore. Good. Mm-hmm. 
the the biggest thing is if it's wood or synthetic or that's stainless, that's going to enter into it. Wood's cool. Wood's cool. Wood's, uh, you know, about two out of ten rifles are wood now, though, you know, for a lot of different reasons. And people like the synthetic because they don't have to worry about it. Everybody likes what they like. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and uh, it's nice not to have to worry about the scratching, but I think I myself like the look of the wood, and I'd... I'm uh, pretty clumsy, so I've gotten used to uh, scratches on my woodstock. Yeah, well, that's that's cool too. Uh, and we're in the warm season now, ish ish. Uh, people can get out and go to ranges and uh, take their practice. Yep, they can. And the uh, Fish and Game League, I believe. I'm not a hundred percent on this, and I feel kind of dumb about it. I think they're open Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Welcome now. to the crowd, Pat. Percent, yeah, you know. And uh, have to look on their website. I'm kind of dropping the ball here, but uh, and of course the trap ranges are going. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, great guns. Uh, they really are. So. Uh, in fact, we'll talk to Tom Wasbotten from United Northern Sportsman in just a few great, minutes. Great, great, great operation we have there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, your phone number, ours? We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. We're open Saturday, 9 to 5. And we are closed on Sundays. And uh, we are here to help you with whatever your needs may be. You're the best. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. Pat Kukul, Superior Shooter Supply. Speaking of, well, I already said that. We're going to talk to Tom Wasbotten. Funny thing about that. You remember Bruce? Uh, we had I remember pic- Bruce, yeah. Picture- no, no. A picture on the wall of old-timers from the 50s. Oh, sure, yeah. Whatever happened to that picture? I don't know, but his dad was pictured Kenny, there. Kenny stole a little bit. He's not listening. No, he's not. There was a, a Paul or, or something, Wasbotten, who was an engineer. And that's oh, his dad. Brushed really? with greatness. Small world. Isn't it? Yeah. We better take a break, then we'll be back to we, the small world. We should do that. It's come up on 935. The Frenzy on KDAL. 9.38 is our time on this Friday morning. Once again, here's Rick Jordan. Good morning. The frenzy underway with uh, a new guest, kind of, although I think we've talked to your cousin. This is Tom Wasbotten of United Northern Sportsman. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Good. Now, now, we had, what, your nephew, cousin, talking about trolling motor repair? Uh, I didn't catch that, but he does do that sort of thing. What's his name? Uh, his name is Mark. Mark. Okay. Up in Hermantown. Yeah, up in Hermantown, right. Yeah, does, did a good job. Um, oh, good. And we're always running into rocks with our trolling motors. <laughs> but you're with United Northern Sportsman. You're the president for this year anyway, right? Yes, correct. Uh, that's a fun place. Uh, you do so much up there. I want to get into the history of, of it. My wife looked up <clears throat> on a website. And apparently it was some guys coming back from World War II that put together the idea, huh? That's the best we can figure. Uh, it was uh, probably sometime in 1945 when they started talking it, uh, talking it up. And they were incorporated uh, May 14, 1946. Uh, there was a guy named Carl McGath who uh, was one of the 13 original outdoor enthusiast that signed that uh, article of incorporation. Hmm. And uh, they just started out with just a handful of people, and now we're up to over 1,400. 
Well, I'm going to say something that may uh, cause a, a rush, but uh, you got grouse in your back 40 up there. <laughs> we, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> I had a golden cocker spaniel back uh, a long time ago, and my, my wife's dad and I and one of the boys, uh, the cocker scared it up. He shot it, and the dog brought it back. Oh, good. And good. It wasn't in good shape when he brought it back, but he eventually did. Do you have a train? Is there a train rail in the back up there, way back there? Uh-oh, I think we lost something here. Uh, yeah, we lost our entire phone system. Oh, Tom is answering this question, too. Oh, man. Yeah, because there's nothing. We're deader than dead. Well, what, to, what, do you, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to dance? Can you sing at all? I, no, I can't, but what I can do is I can do. I can send a text message. To the engineer? To the engineer and say the entire phone system just died. Well, while this is happening, uh, Johnny Charlstrom is listening, wondering why we're not calling him. He Mr. might be. Mr. Wasbotten is wondering why we cut why him off. Why we just completely disappeared and... Uh, what are you going to do type of deal? I used to be a member of UNS years and years ago yeah. because I couldn't find a place to put my boat in on Island Lake. And we... Why are they calling your phone? Well... Yeah, you, you answer that. We'll take a break, and we'll come back and tap dance if we have to. It's 941. Live radio, kids, at KDAL. <laughs> 9.44 at KDAL. We got, we got Rick here. Okay, I'm here. Oh, my goodness. Tom Robick is Tom in the Robick. studio. Robick warning. Robick warning. Yeah, I'm oh. just trying to help out in the, the phone crisis situation. Phone crisis 2023. Let the record show this is not my fault. No, this is not your fault. It's not anybody's fault in this room. Well, I mean, it may be Bruce's fault. We haven't determined that yet. Let's vote. He's at the controls. Um, you might want to try calling somebody. See see what happens. Tom and I will oh, fill the gaps. Just, did it just? Did uh, it just? It just popped. The dots are popped on on here. Yes, so yes, I have a dial tone. Okay, well you, that's you do good. that, and we'll just. Uh, what are you? What are you doing this weekend? I what? am going fishing uh, this weekend. I'm heading up, uh, and I'm probably not going to be. I'm not one of those that hits the water at midnight. <laughs> You know, when it's... Well, I mean, because a lot of people hey, A lot do. of people do, yeah. Both my brothers used to do that. I don't think they're doing that this weekend, but they... You have to understand, with my family, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of the anomaly in my family, and that is uh, these guys are diehard uh, fisher hunters. My, my brother has already put a, a car in the lake... You know, driving on thin ice because he had to get out there, oh, and you know that—that's my family. Uh, and um, they used to hit the the uh, the lakes when you know, right right at midnight. They might have even cheated a couple of times. They did eleven fifty nine, but um, no, I'm going to go up uh, probably early tomorrow morning. Maybe do a little bit of fishing offshore. I don't even know if I'm going to take a boat out because out in western Minnesota. We actually haven't gotten the dock in yet. Oh, you because, haven't? Because there was still ice on oh, the yeah, lake I suppose. In, in parts of near Fergus Falls, which is kind of surprising because a lot of those lakes went out a long time ago. But uh, middle of the week it happened, I think a week and a half ago, and nobody was up there the prior the week after. So part of what my duty is is to get that dock in the water, and then we'll have to you know put the boat in and the boat lift and all the rest of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. 
So that's uh, that is what's going to uh, consume a large part of my day. I suppose that ice outs were really late for a lot of people. So yeah, it was. You know, and it it and it it obviously ice out was in plenty of time for most people to get out on the lake. Even parts of northern Minnesota, they're still frozen. But from what I understand, there's a lot of honeycombing going on, and you know the warm weather we had yesterday is going to really compromise some of that ice that's still up there in in the northern part of the state and and you got it yeah we, I okay. think we're good here all right one so i've been you know trying to fill in the blanks here for you rick because that's well, the kind of guy i am but. my wife and i decided this would be a good time since there's so much ice on the lake let's refurbish the dock yeah you know it rots a little bit around the edges yeah. and then the weather turned beautiful you find things to do even when there's nothing to do yeah yeah. yeah, right. My back hurts from doing all that. She's going to pay for that one. Oh. I mean, <laughs> let's go to Northwest Outlet and Superior. Robic, thank you very much. Thanks, sir. Tom. Tim. Bob. Steve. <laughs> anyway. Good morning, Milzy. Good morning, Rick. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, I think I got about four years worth of nothing to do around here. Well, it's kind of what we were doing here during the phone outage. Thanks yeah. for answering. Oh, I didn't know you had that going. I, that was a good time. Yeah. Fridays get here really quick, but this Friday's a really good one because fishing season opens in Minnesota. Are you an angler? Uh, you know, I uh, the only time I go fishing is like up at Isle Royale, yeah. and, and that's with an ultralight rod and, and trying to catch a, a two-pound dinner off the end of a reef someplace. So <laughs> I'm not a very good fisherman. Well, what would that fish be? A troutish? Oh, it'd be a lake trout. Yeah, yeah it'd be troutish. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the years, it's just kind of evolved down from all kinds of gear to kind of my favorite is just a couple of ultralight rods and casting off of a reef and seeing what we can catch. Well, I can't argue that. Although my boat is filled up with more electronics than. Uh... I don't know. Philco. Oh, you know, I was Philco. thinking about my yeah, Philco. Holy cow. <laughs> That's right next to a rock. <laughs> That's old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just it, the big thing is, is it's getting out there. And it seems like for some people, they're diehard fishermen. They're just going to get out and pound it. Mm-hmm. For other people, they're going camping. They're going to sit around the campfire. They're going to they're going to go fishing. They're going to they're going to just have a great time in the outdoors, and I'm all for having a great time in the outdoors. Got a buddy that just phoned during the uh, outage. He sent me a message, something like, "I'm sorry you're off the air, but I'm sitting here on the dock having a bloody mary." <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Oh yeah, yep. And you know, looking out here today, it's kind of like, are we going to need rain gear or mm. not? And and really, it's kind of looking more like a not, but. Um, as as we all know, having some rain gear packed along with you, I mean, it's it's just you got to have it all the time because you don't want it to slow you down because you're 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 not prepared and and so having some good rain gear is good. Having some good rubber boots is good, and yep. and, and then then it's like having those zip off pants and, and the SPF shirts and hats and. Things to keep you protected, whether it's raining or shining out there. And wood tick juice. Oh, wood tick juice is good. Is good. Yep. I, I've been talking with people. It's kind of interesting. They, they hear it on the radio show, and then sooner <laughs> or later they bump into me. But, 
but you know people are finding ticks on their dogs and uh I think a lot of it depends on where you are, and I don't know where all the good spots or the bad spots are, but um, but it's you know it's it, it is that season, and it's the dog. It's you know I think that one of the big things is is the dog gets out there and gets his nose down in the yeah. grass and goes along and yeah. picks up a few ticks, and then comes into the house, and it's like, hey, I got this wood tick on me, and I haven't been outside. Well, thank the dog, you know, yeah. but it's like. Kind of goes back to that tick checking every night that we talk about. Every so often, uh, I will let my dog sleep with me. This is a 55-pound 50, <laughs> Labrador, 12, 11 or 12 years old. Very comfortable. And <laughs> she sheds wood ticks. Oh, yeah, th- this isn't good. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to have to put, a, put the kibosh on that until, what, November? Yeah, right, right, when they start going away. But, it, no, you're right. It's You know, you talk to people that are out camping, and, mm-hmm. and they, they get in the tent and, and getting ready for the night and suddenly realize that there's wood ticks all over the place, and, and the dog is in there with them. And it's, you know, the that stuff they put on their back. I you know my son orders this orange thing that goes on the collar. I don't even know where he gets it from, but i got to tell you, since he started using those things, mm-hmm. we've had three ticks in three years, That's four ticks good. in three years. And and it's electronic. The one thing is, is it's not supposed to get wet, but oh, it works. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it'll get, it could get it slightly wet, but it's, it's it wouldn't be good on a lab all the time. you got to take the collar off when they go in the water. But, yeah, no, it's, you know, the, the store and, and fishing season and camping season and and just getting out and enjoying the outdoor season is really, really looking good. I, I can't believe the number of people that are getting out walking and looking for trail shoes and, and things to to be out there with. But whether it's the Smartwool socks, the Columbia, the North Face, the the all the, the summer clothing, the shorts, the zip-off pants, the fleece, the, the SPF shirts, we got it. All the Carhartt workwear. We're, we're really loaded up, looking good with all of that. Uh, fishing gear, truck topper, you know, camping, camping accessories and all the camping gear. Northwest Outlet's just ready to get going and get outdoors and have fun. That sounds great. Where are you located? We are at 1814 Belknap and Superior. Um, let's see, we're open 9 until 6 on weekdays, Saturday 9 to 530. We're closed Sunday, so folks, whatever you need for Mother's Day coming up here now, now is the time to get it. And we got some great stuff. It's not ditzy, it's real. So check us out at <laughs> Northwest Outlet. Thanks, everybody. Have a super weekend. Mother's Day? Hmm, when is that? Yeah, right? Okay, thanks, Mills. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. You should probably do something with that. I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to have to do something with that for sure. Uh, i got to give a special message, a shout-out to Tom Osbotten. Mm-hmm. It's the engineer's fault. <laughs> How about next week? I'm just glad it's not my fault. We'll, we'll talk with him next week. But we'll also talk with Matt King in just a minute. Cooler temperatures near Lake Superior. Wind's going to pick up for the weekend. One more time, here's Rick. Yeah, it's going to get a little windy this weekend. Matt King from Fisherman's Corner. What do you do? How do you fish in the wind, Matty? Well, I like to go in those shorelines where the wind is pounding in there. Good uh, man. You know, yes. stirs up that bait fish yep. and uh, creates a lot of food. And, uh, you know, I've had some really good luck with that. Uh, you know, you you. you Get in there, and you know it's a little tougher to fish, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
that's where we uh, we go, and uh, you you run in there, and it's uh, I had very good luck with that. That's where boat control is a key, very very key. Yeah, exactly. And with the with today's technology, these trolling motors and stuff, I'll tell you what, they <laughs> they do pretty well uh, keeping you even in that heavy wind. So um, you know you can really. Uh, get uh, troll lines and everything, even when you're uh, in the heavy wind with some of these uh, bow mounts. And uh, if you uh, don't have a bow mount or a trolling motor, anchor and cast a little bit. Yeah. The other thing I like to do, too, you know, I love drifting, too. Um, You know, that's one of my, uh, I I really like drifting, you know, and it's drifting's actually, if you've got, like, more people in the boat, you've got four or so. It's a lot easier to drift than it is to troll because yeah. uh, you can, you know, turn the boat sideways and everybody can fish off the same side and you're straight straight off. And, you know, it's, it's uh, that can be uh, very productive also. I got another idea. Um, you sell line up there. It's a very good idea. We need three or four people in a boat doing that drifting. Everybody's got a different colored line. Absolutely. That's that's a, that's a good uh, suggestion to people. Uh, you can see who's where and mm-hmm. how close your lines are together. And boy, they make some pretty uh, uh, vibrant colored lines these days too. Hey, give us. Uh, uh, I, we need a couple of good deals from Fisherman's Corner as we wrap today. Well, we got quite a bit going on. Um, we've got uh, uh, the whole fish and sale here: ten uh, percent off electronics, ten percent off electric fillet knives. 20% off our standard fillet knives and cutting boards, 20% off life vest, and then all the rods and reels and combos are all on sale, uh, 20% off, and we've got our St. Croix deal still going. Uh, you get $30 in-store credit if you buy a St. Croix or a $50 in-store credit towards a firearm. Um, so we're, you know, we're, we've got a lot of good deals, and uh, we're stocked up pretty good Uh uh, sales have been ramping up all week. Uh, the bait is going out like crazy. Yeah, buy early, right? Yeah. All yeah. right. Hey, Matt, so, always good to talk to you. Keep a tight line. If you go fishing, catch one for me, will you? I will do, Rick. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Good job. Thanks, Matt King. Well, apologize for the problems, but uh, wait till next week. It'll all be better. You know, it'll all be better in the new building, is what they used to tell us. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a new building on the horizon, though, is the problem. Well, they better get better somehow. You plan on going out this weekend? Oh, Bruce. Dumb question, was it? Born in a boat. That's true. Well, good luck. Thank you. Catch something for me, because I'm going to be on my couch. 9.59. We're back with Bruce Siski. Show after 10. News is next. Have a great weekend.